If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. The Walker fire near Willits was 100% contained as of 8 p.m. on Saturday, according to Cal Fire. The wildfire had grown to 124 acres before it was contained, and the blaze had scorched 109 acres and was 25% contained as of Friday afternoon. So more than 175 firefighters fought the blaze, which prompted an evacuation warning. The evacuation warning was eventually downgraded to situational awareness, and this is according to the Mendocino County Sheriff's Office. Now, the cause of the fire is still under investigation, but as we know, more information will keep you updated throughout the day. The Emmys are tonight. The nominees were revealed back in July. HBO's Succession was a leader with 25 nominations. Apple TV's Ted Lasso and HBO's The White Lotus tied with 20 nominations apiece. Netflix's Squid Game became the first non-English language series to be nominated for Best Drama. So the Emmys air on NBC tonight at 5 p.m. And it's going to be very exciting to watch. Well, John Michael Montgomery. Is recovering from a pretty serious bus accident. He and two others were injured when his tour bus crashed in Tennessee. He posted a statement saying we had a serious accident on the way to a concert in North Carolina. Everyone that was on the bus is recovering from their injuries. Despite some cuts and broken ribs, I'm doing well. I will take this time over the next couple of weeks to heal and be back on the road soon. So I'm glad he's doing okay and that everyone is recovering. But if you want more information about those tour dates, stay updated and visit johnmichael.com. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. What is the most you've ever paid for sports tickets? The NFL season has kicked off! There's a new survey by bookies.com that has revealed the San Francisco 49ers are the most expensive team to watch with a cost of $1,208. Wow. I believe it. So much money. Why? Well, why? I'm not sure why, but when I went and saw the 49ers, it was $600 for just three tickets. Do you think that's the most money you've ever paid for sports tickets? Absolutely. Is it? <laughs> I When I was back home, I got Seahawks tickets for maybe 50 bucks a piece. Oh, so it wasn't so too bad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's worth the experience, though, because Levi Stadium is so cool. Yeah. And the food is so great and parking isn't too bad. So I enjoyed it. I think it was well worth the money. Yeah. And those are some things they're factoring in as well. They're factoring in cost of parking and food. And it's not only just the tickets that you pay for. Yeah. So it's factoring in all of those things. So, you know, maybe that is why I've never really, I got to be honest with you, I've never really paid for sports tickets before. Ever? No, because when I was a student at the University Georgia you get it, you get entered in a lottery and you get free tickets every year like based on you know your eligibility and things like that and I was lucky enough to be able to get free tickets to the games and I've only been to one Falcons game and Cole's dad had free tickets to that Wow! and I I think that's it I'm impressed because I'm impressed with myself too when I went and saw the 49ers I actually had to do a payment plan because oh I didn't have $600 and I went with my girlfriend at the time and her dad and I was like yeah guys tickets on me (laughs) worst decision ever oh my gosh well i i think that you have that experience now yeah and a lot of people will do that will dish out 
the money just to have the experience. And we're getting a lot of those responses on our Instagram right now. Uh, Instagram at Froggy929. What is the most you paid for sports tickets? Will from Santa Rosa said $120, I think, from a scalper back in 2005. Oh, wow. Okay, that's 2005 money, huh? <laughs> yeah. uh, Maverick Tati says the most I sold tickets for was $325 each for USC versus ND in 2014. Garrett from Runner Park said, spent $600 for a ticket to the 2014-2015 National Championship versus Oregon during my sophomore year. Best $600 I've ever spent, and I'd 100 times do it again. Uh, okay. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack, Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie Cause it's headline in a haystack Three headlines, one of them is real Can Amber guess the headline in a haystack? Today is the California edition And the score's all tied up at 37 Amber, it's Monday morning, how you feeling? Sleepy, but smart Ooh. I think that should be my new Instagram bio. <laughs> Sleepy but smart, Amber Henderson. Make sure to write that one down. That's a good one. Here is uh, today's headlines. Headline number one. California man douses neighbor's home in wine. Headline number two. Man obsessed with magnets causes vehicle collision in California. And here is your final headline. Napping woman costs California $40,000. oh man all these are good and so funny i really like the last one and i really like the magnet one so uh, i think i'll go with the lady napping amber it paid off for you yay that is absolutely the headline in a haystack congratulations i can't possibly understand why she owes so much money but Let's find out. A California Department of Motor Vehicles employee is in trouble for taking naps at work. Uh. A state auditor discovered that the woman had taken a three-hour nap at work every day for the past four years. Oh, my goodness. So she cost the state $40,000 but will not be disciplined because the napping was not reported or properly documented. (laughs) And the woman may have a medical condition that prompts her to sleep at work. Hey, good for her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. <laughs> you are listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. What is your claim to fame? Are you related to a celebrity or a famous person? Contestant Logan Crosby is on a new show. It's called Claim to Fame and is revealed that he's actually Jason Aldean's cousin. And that's the trouble with a heartbreak. It's going to hang around. The finale was on Tuesday night. He did pretty well on the show, and if you want to watch, it's on Hulu. Uh, so the concept of the show is there's 12 relatives of famous celebrities all under the same roof in uh, this big Hollywood mansion, and the competition is to see who can keep their celebrity relative's identity a secret the longest. I think that's really cool. I mean, I don't think I'd be, I, I'm re- not really related to anyone super famous, but I don't think I could play this game. Tanner, are you related to a celebrity or anyone super famous? Kinda. I'm related to an actor named Jimmy Chambers, which he doesn't have many big roles. He was an extra in a couple of Clint Eastwood movies. Oh, I remember you saying this. Yeah, but that's about it. That's the only person that I know that I'm related to with some sort of fame. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. 
I'm going to have to look up, does he have an IMDb page or something? You know, I'm going to have to look that up. You should check it out. I can't believe I haven't. That's such a great (laughs) idea. (laughs) Uh, I found out through Ancestry.com that I'm related to uh, Ernest Hemingway's last wife, which is Mary Welsh Hemingway. Whoa. She's like a great, great, great aunt or something like that. It it was really cool. I I discovered it because I was really into like Ancestry.com and stuff. Um, so it's way down the line, but I thought that was cool that I'm sort of kind of related to Ernest Hemingway, but not really. It's probably why you're such a great writer. <laughs> I don't know. Am I? <laughs> I think so. I can spell. I guess that counts. It's more than I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope I don't drink like Ernest Hemingway. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we did ask, what is your claim to fame? Are you related to a celebrity or a famous person on Facebook? Facebook.com slash Froggy929. Wendy from Santa Rosa said, I'm related to Daniel Boone. That's really cool. Actually, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's really awesome. Uh, Phil from Novato says, my uncle is Dr. Demento. I actually had to look this up. He said he's a really cool guy, insanely knowledgeable about music and music history. He's totally cool at family gatherings. Lauren from Windsor said, I'm related to Charles Schultz. Oh, that is so yeah, cool. Really awesome. uh, Lauren said, I don't really know how it affected my family gatherings, but I do know that for a few members of the family, the comics are really important to them and they really pride themselves and their involvement with them. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So there's a post originally posted on Reddit. Uh, It's been making its way around the internet and a restaurant server posted this question on Reddit asking whether or not she should serve a pregnant woman alcohol. Here's some of the story. She said, during my shift last night, a group of four women in their late 20s came in. They ordered four of our house cocktails to start. When I rounded back, it was clear to me that one of them was pregnant. This time I went to the bartender, asked him to make a virgin cocktail. The problem came when I took them their check and Miss Pregnant Woman got to the counter. I saw her cocktails were marked virgin, and I told her that I assumed she wanted virgin cocktails, seeing as she was pregnant. Then she talked to my manager. My manager took me into her office and literally shrieked at me until she was hoarse. Now, drinking alcohol while pregnant is a known factor in birth defects, early labor, and just a trigger warning, miscarriage. Uh, So... Let's make it clear up front that her deciding to drink could possibly have had an impact on the baby and an impact on the fetus. But a lot of folks online are saying that this what the server did was actually illegal. And it's strictly because of how much trouble you can get into or get the whole restaurant into for discrimination, which is, I think, a terrible position to be in. Uh, Someone even suggested if your morals won't allow you to serve a pregnant woman alcohol, then go tell another server or your manager or get someone else to serve her. Which, whoa, when I read that comment, I was so shocked. And all of this is very shocking to me because I think what the server did, she did it for the right reasons. But I guess those were only reasons or only the right reasons to her and maybe to me. And you don't think about how much trouble you can get in for situations like these. And you you have to do your research. And it's just, it's a weird situation. So do you agree that the server did the right thing? Or do you think what she did by not serving the pregnant woman alcohol was wrong? Let us know. Got something to say? Call me up. 
you can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. Here's today's mind bender. Let's see if you can solve it. 33% of people say eating this instantly puts them in a good mood. What is it? Here's a clue. It's not sweet. Another clue. It can be messy. Here's the final clue for you. Tuesday. Kelly from Pinole, what is your guess? Is it tacos? That's correct! Yahoo! Alright, that's awesome. Congratulations. You are going to Dustin Sailor's album release party this Friday at Coyote Sonoma in Healdsburg. Terrific, thank you. Our friend Nicole Martin's gonna be opening the show. Head to froggy929.com for more details. But you are going, thanks to which morning show? With Amber and Jenner in the morning, Froggy 92.9. We have a breaking news story to tell you about. Apparently, a plane has just crashed into the World Trade Center. So the building started to buckle. The first World Trade Tower collapsed. We now see the collapse of the second building. Some say this country is just out looking for a fight. So yesterday was actually the 21st anniversary of the attack on America. Um, Today, we want to remember 9-11. Yesterday, you know, a lot of Americans, you know, took the time to remember a lot of tear-choked tribute. Sorry, I'm choking on my own words here. And, you know, please to never forget 21 years after the deadliest terror attack on America. Uh, So, Tanner, what is some ways that you remember 9-11 yesterday? Or maybe you can talk about where you were when 9-11 happened. Um, I think something that's awesome about our country is that we never forget 9-11. And every single year, you not only see social media posts, but also it was was, uh, really great to see yesterday with the NFL kickoff that there were so many tributes to 9-11. You saw the Giants head coach wearing an FDNY uh, hat during the game. And I remember exactly where I was. I was on my couch watching the Today Show uh, with my parents. That's what I did every single morning. And I saw the breaking news that one tower hit and then when the second tower hit our household kind of realized that it was a terrorist attack and the rest of the events of the day unfolded and it was just a horrible day it was a horrible day and you know we talked about this a little bit on friday and you know deanna from hidden valley lake called in a lot of people were saying that you know this was like for younger people like us this was the first hand like that we saw what evil can do yeah and you know i I remember being in school when it all happened and us gathering around a tv and kind of trying to figure out what is going on and our teachers kind of explaining to us we didn't cancel school for the day or anything like that uh but i i do remember our teachers our administration trying to tell us what was happening uh but we've got jay from Warner park on the phone uh jay what do you want to share with us today do you remember where you were when 9-11 happened I just got off of work and was sitting in my living room, turned on the TV, and everything went bazonkers, and they had showed the World Trade Center going on. I was thinking, I don't know, this is going to get interesting. Who perpetrated that thing, you know? It's just, yeah, I was uh, in awe. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up. 
and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Vicky. Vicky lives in an upstairs unit in an apartment complex, and Barry Martindale is going to say that her neighbors are tired of her feet. Hi, I'm trying to reach Vicky. Is this her? This is Vicki. How can I help you? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm contacting you today because your downstairs neighbor has complained about your constant stomping in your unit. My what? Your stomping, your feet. It sounds like you're in a bowling league or at least wrangling cattle or something. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I just walk around my apartment like every other person does, and I'm sorry if my neighbor is bothered by that I, i'm not like dancing with clogs or anything <laughs> well i'm glad you're getting a kick out of this because it sounds like you're dancing with clogs on it sounds like you just don't care but i want to let you know vicky that we do we need you to wear slippers around your house whenever you're home additionally we're gonna have to add soundproofing to your floors which is going to be a thousand dollar charge to you excuse me yeah so you're gonna have to get it together I'm sorry. I've never heard of anything like this in my life. I can uh, try to walk a little lighter, but uh, I think uh, my neighbor below is a bit sensitive. We installed a noise reader on the ceiling of my client's home, and if we hear one peep from you, it will result in a $100 fine per infraction. What? Okay, I, 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 I've never heard of anything like this. I, I, I'm not agreeing to any of this. It, it, I've never... Uh, this is insane. I, I mean... Uh, who are they? Who are you? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. What is something your partner is obsessed with that you're kind of sick of? So the NFL season is back. And my girlfriend is already sick and tired of football. Yeah. <laughs> so we went to a friend's house yesterday with you, Amber, your fiance, Cole, to watch the 49ers take on the Bears. And when I got home, I watched more football. And then Sunday night rolled around, more football. And she said to me, Tanner, I can't take it anymore. We've been watching football all, all day, day long. And I just, I can't do it anymore. Please, can, can we watch anything else? I'm going to talk about this a little more as the weeks goes on. As the weeks go on. But my fiance told me we can't make any more plans for the rest of the football season. He's like, for 16 weeks, you can't make any plans because I'm going to be glued in front of the TV watching, watching football every day. I'm like, every day? Every single day. He told me that I could go places, but I can't guarantee that he will go places with me. So football is now Monday, Thursday, Saturday with college football, Friday if you care about, you know, watching high school sports and Sunday. It's a lot happening and I understand the passion of wanting to watch football because I'm kind of like Cole in this situation. I mean, I want to be glued to my couch watching football because it's been a long off season. You know, I, I feel like this obsession with football is so strange. <laughs> like, you know, you guys pick a team to be upset about for the rest of the year. You're yeah. just like, okay, here, here, here's the one little team I'm going to be upset about for the rest of the year. It's going to determine my whole mood. Yeah, I mean, I was upset yesterday when the 49ers lost, I'm not going to lie. It was really tough to watch, and the Seahawks play tonight. They're probably going to lose. I'm going to be upset again. <laughs> but uh, 
Relationships are about compromise, right? And my girlfriend and I have a compromise for all this football watching that I'm going to be doing. Uh, so I, uh, she proposed to me that I can watch as much football as I want to if I watch The Bachelorette with her on Tuesday nights. And you're going to compromise? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Cole Blitzo well, would never. It's more so her compromising because <laughs> football is a lot. <laughs> it's the majority of the week. But uh, she asked, well, can we watch on Monday night because it airs, you know, over the weekend. We can watch, And I was like, wait, that's Monday night football. We can't do that. Can oh we do Tuesday? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, I think that Cole did compromise with me yesterday. I was like, I want to go over to Danny's and want to hang out with my friends. He's like, as long as you can somehow get the Falcons game on a TV, I'll go over there. Yeah. And it turns out we couldn't get the Falcons game on a TV. <laughs> Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. So what is your signature dish that you like to bring to parties or gatherings? Yesterday, Tanner and I went to our co-workers NFL kickoff brunch. It was Fantastic! I had such a good time. There were pancakes involved. It was great. Bacon. Uh, there was bacon there. Uh, there also there. I brought my grandma's famous corn dip. So this corn dip that my grandma Ann makes is always a hit at our family gatherings, and I thought I would see you know how it went with my California friends and family. I made it. Turns out it was a hit. It was gone before I knew it. I'm still thinking about <laughs> it. It was so good. It's it, pretty good. I will say one of the best dips I've ever had. Wow. Yep. That's saying something. Are you sure about that? I'm going to give you that title right now. Well. Best dip creator of all time. It slaps, as the kids say, right? It slaps. It, it, is, a, it is a slapping dish. <laughs> uh, so, Tanner, what is your signature dish that you bring to gatherings? Because I think from now on, I'm going to bring my grandma's corn dip. It was a hit there, so I might as well, right? Now, this was a brunch. So I couldn't bring my world-famous Chili Mac, but if it was later in the day, I would totally would have brought my Chili Mac. It's just you take two boxes of Kraft Macaroni and Cheese, you mix it with a can of chili, any chili really, and it's, oh my God, it's so good. Really? Yeah. You're not your potato salad? Oh my God, I forgot about my <laughs> potato salad. I really thought you were going to say the potato salad, so you've got two signature dishes. Yeah, my potato salad, and you've had it before. It, it's good. It's pretty good. The, the secret is you got to put more uh, pickles than you think in there. More pickles than you think. Mm -hmm. That's how I live my life anyway. <laughs> so we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning, what's your signature dish that you bring to parties or gatherings? April from Roner Park said, I've been known to bring deviled eggs, pigs in a blanket, and chocolate chip cookies. Oh, you've got a couple of signature dishes Ooh. there, April. Amy from Petaluma says, my grandma's hashed potato casserole, which sounds so good right now. And Sarah from Santa Rosa said, chicken buffalo dip. Whew. Or I just go to Lombardi's in Petaluma and get their bacon cheddar potato a salad because it is amazing. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to croak. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. It's the Amber Showdown! Kelly from Santa Rosa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yeah, but I'm really dumb. So. No, you are not. Don't say that about yourself. <laughs> 
So this is how it works, Kelly. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber's going to be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Kelly, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay, sounds good. All right, Kelly. You can get a half a point bonus right now by talking some smack to Amber. Amber, you are so short that I could step on Whoa. <laughs> Wait, what? Coming after your height. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm shorter probably, but I just do that. That's the Amber. only thing I could think of that was kind of like... Uh, Amber, how tall are you? 5'5". Five, 5'5". Five. Five, five. Kelly, how tall are you? 5'4". Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, that just made my day. All right, Amber's record's 522 wins and 42 losses. Here's question number one. Pinocchio, starring Tom Hanks, is now streaming. Where can I stream this classic? Netflix. Question number two. Dolly Parton has released the remake of 9 to 5 that she did with Kelly Clarkson. Finish the lyrics. While I tumble out of bed and stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of... Pour myself a cup of... Ambition. That is correct. Question three. Harrison Ford got choked up talking about his final Indiana Jones movie. Kelly, are there more or less than three Indiana Jones movies? There is more. Correct. Question four. Gwen Stefani received two standing ovations after performing at the Grand Ole Opry on Saturday. What band was Gwen Stefani famously in before she went solo? Oh, she was in, um, I don't really like her, so God, uh, I forgot that because I don't even like her. So. That's okay. I'll give you next. And here's question number five. Daniel Radcliffe learned how to play a unique instrument for the new Weird Al Yankovic movie. What instrument made Weird Al famous? Was it A, the harmonica, B, the ukulele, or C, the accordion? The accordion. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber Kelly, who stands at five foot four, did pretty good. She got three and a half out of five. All right, that is pretty good. It was probably all that smack talking that gave you the confidence. <laughs> Amber, who stands at five foot five, are you ready for question number one? Yes. Pinocchio, starring Tom Hanks, is now streaming. Where can I stream this classic? Disney Plus. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly originally said Netflix, so I have to give her the X. Amber, you're up one to zero. <laughs> Question number two, Dolly Parton has released the remake of 9 to 5 that she did with Kelly Clarkson. Finish the lyrics, will I tumble out of bed and stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of... Ambition. That is correct. Kelly also got that correct. Two to one's a score. Question three, Harrison Ford got choked up talking about his final Indiana Jones movie. Amber, are there more or less than three Indiana Jones movies? There's more. That's correct. This new one will be the fifth. Kelly also got that correct. Two to two, or three to two is the score, excuse me. Question number four. Gwen Stefani received two standing ovations after performing at the Grand Ole Opry on Saturday. What band was Gwen Stefani famously in before she went solo? No doubt. That is correct. No doubt about that. The score is now <laughs> three to two because Kelly from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. <laughs> Did you like that pun? <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> well, dang. Here's... It, was so, it was so bad, it was good. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Here's question number five. Daniel Radcliffe learned how to play a unique instrument for the new Weird Al Yankovic movie. What unique instrument made Weird Al famous? Was it A, the harmonica, B, the ukulele, or C, the accordion? C, the accordion. That is correct. Perfect five out of five for Amber compared to Kelly from Santa Rosa's three and a half out of five. Kelly, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. I am not smarter than Amber. 
Six but, feet taller than me. <laughs> but you were such a good sport, a short one, but a great sport, uh, that we're still giving you that four-pack of tickets to the Mendocino County Fair and Apple Show. Yay! I love apples. <laughs> Kelly from Santa Rosa, you're going to the Mendocino County Fair thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. What is something strange you wanted in your bedroom when you were a kid? So I was talking to my mom on FaceTime over the weekend, and she was telling me that I was a bit of an odd child, which I'm sure nobody... Is surprised by? Absolutely not. Everyone's like, you strange? Weird. Well, kids are very strange. Yeah. They're just learning about life and things that come out of their mouths and things they may do might not make sense to adults, but it does to them. What didn't make sense to my mom is that... I told her I didn't want a bed anymore. I offered to build a fort in my bedroom out of like wood okay. and nails and all that nice. stuff. She was like, Tanner, you are five years old. You cannot handle a hammer or anything. I mean, I could barely handle one when I was like 15, let alone five. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of cute, though. She's like, you were like, Mommy, um, I-, I can build a fort with my bare hands. And she was like, No. You you can't. Mom, let me get my hands dirty. I can figure it out. And so... It turns out like the stepbrother scene where they build the (laughs) bunk beds and everything collapses. Now, that's probably exactly what would have happened. Uh, Amber, when you were a kid, did you have any requests for your bedroom for something strange Uh, or out of the ordinary? I wanted one of those inflatable chairs so bad. You remember like the holographic like ones from the 90s? Yes, I do. Or they were like clear and see-through. They're almost like blowing up a float. I wanted one of those so bad in my room and my parents just didn't get me one. You know, I bet we can find one. I mean, we may need it. Yeah. For the studio or might be our a future not office that we're going to have <laughs> when we move. They're like, why is this inflatable thing in the middle of the hallway? And we go, we don't know where else to put it. Yeah, we're going to, this is where we're going to sit. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do our job. What do you think? <laughs> On the Froggy Facebook page, people are talking about things we wanted in our bedrooms when we were kids. And here's what you said Jim from Santa Rosa says, a race car bed, which makes sense because. He races cars. Oh, awesome. (laughs) Cadence from Santa Rosa said, I had a huge 3D pop-up type thing of the Titanic and Jack and Rose on the front of the ship. I got it from a friend who worked at the theater, that in a mini fridge. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's not that she wanted those things in her bedroom. Is that That's what she had in her bedroom, which yeah. is pretty cool. And Cynthia from Rhoda Park says, a ballet bar and a wall of mirrors. So basically, you just wanted a ballet studio <laughs> yeah. as your room. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9.